Welcome to the Down to Business Podcast with Alex Kirby, where entrepreneurs and small businesses come to stretch themselves and grow their company. From interviews to in-depth discussions, you'll learn how to market effectively, increase profits, and become the leader your company needs you to be. Now, let's get down to business. Welcome back, everybody, to the Down to Business Podcast. I'm Chris, the executive producer of the Down to Business Podcast, here again with my friend Logan Ingram. Logan, how you doing? Good, Chris. We are going to talk about uh, seven free ways to market a brand new trades and service business. So we were just kind of chatting uh, around the office about how there's a lot of uh, organic free ways to get your name out there. We talked about it in the last episode of the podcast. And so we wanted to do uh, a few ways to do things for free. If you're just starting a brand new business or want to start a brand new business and you don't have uh, the dollars for a high marketing budget right now, there's a lot of ways that you can just go ahead and kind of give yourself a jump in the uh, a shot in the arm to get the ball rolling. So here's the exercise we're going to do. Uh, Logan is going to play our friend Fred. Howdy. And Fred has started a lawn and landscaping business in Columbia, South Carolina, which is where we live. And so we're going to do a little back and forth exercise to kind of uh, show you guys how this conversation can go and some things to avoid and some things you should do uh, if you're starting a brand new trades and service uh, business. So, Mr. Fred, how you doing? Good, Chris. I, I'm, I'm, I'm here today. Um, I wanted to get your advice on, on what I need to be doing here. Um, I have a um, lawn maintenance company that I do part-time um, just one day a week, and I want to go full-time with that, and I just I don't know what to do marketing-wise or advertising-wise or what, what, what do I need to do here, Chris? Okay. So you're side hustling lawn care uh, one day a week wanting to go full-time. Right. Okay. What's the name of your company? Fred's Lawn Care. Okay. So that's the first thing that I would probably go ahead and change while you can. So guys, while we you, while we never suggest for you to name a company after yourself is two reasons. One, if the company is named after you, you lower the value potential in the future if you ever want to sell it because it's attached to your name and by proxy, the reputation of the company is also attached to that name. And okay. so you lose the credibility of your clients if someone ever buys and you have to, and they have to change the name then, you know, so that's actually devaluing your company over a long period of time. Okay. And then, um, the second reason is just on a, uh, really on a relational scale with people who end up working for you is you want people to work for the company. You want them to, uh, buy into the values and the goals, uh, of the company and the culture of the company. And you don't want, you don't want your client or I'm sorry, you don't want your employees to feel like they just work for one person because then everything rides on the person, the integrity, the character, the leadership of one person. So mm-hmm. if it's Fred's auto, if it's a hundred million dollars or Fred's landscaping, it's a hundred million dollar company. Fred is still the figurehead of that company. I gotcha. Versus if you called it, you know, green acres landscaping, then you work for Green Acres Landscaping. You may not even know the name of the owner of the company. Yeah. And so then you have room to create culture and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, long story short, that's why we usually don't suggest to name the company after yourself, okay. whether it be first name or last name. So what 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 should I do instead? I mean, how can I strategically name my company and, and help it grow at the same time? So your so your specific industry is a local service trades industry, right? Right. So you work in a specific geographical area, 
and you don't work outside of that area because it's it's really not worth the drive time, right? Absolutely not. That, that area is where. What town? It's in it's, Columbia, uh, based right? out of Columbia, Columbia, yes. South Carolina. Okay, so do a quick quick Google search, then we realize that there is no company called Columbia Landscaping. Now that would be my suggestion for two reasons: one, because you attach it to a geographical area already, so people know the area that you service. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, it's great for SEO because people when people type in landscaping in Columbia, Columbia and landscaping are the only two keywords in that name. So it was just going to trigger the name of your company and the specific names of companies also trigger when they're searched for in Google. So you kill two birds with one stone. So that'd be great for your, for your search engine optimization. Um, Hmm. And you've already communicated that you're a Columbia based company. Right. Okay. That makes sense. That'd be my suggestion. There's a lot of ways you can go with a name. Uh, Legacy names are fine. You know, Um, if you wanted to name it after uh, like, South Carolina is called the Palmetto State. So Palmetto Lawn Care, something like that would be fine as well. But if you can grab something like Columbia Landscaping, then that's going to help with your SEO for sure. Hmm. The other part of that too is, let's look at the website domain. Uh, is Columbia Landscaping available? If so, if I type in landscaping in Columbia, South Carolina, then not only is my name uh, going to trigger, but also my web address. So those are some things to think about when you're starting to create a business is go ahead and get in front of those ideas and be like, well, if I can make this idea work, then I've already killed several birds and one stone in my marketing. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've, so we've moved to Columbia landscaping, Columbia you know, landscaping. Okay. So let's get you a brand new, let's get you a fresh branding, you know, get you a, a logo, maybe, you know, drive something up on your computer. Um, if not, you can always just use initials to start with. You know, if you don't have you know marketing dollars to hire a graphic designer or something, just pick a nice font and a couple colors that you that you know are relevant to your industry, and just put put the initials like CS or I'm sorry CL Columbia Landscaping, and you can make a quick easy logo out of that just to get yourself started with. So your first year of business, you get a lot of leniency in your branding, and you can always make it better. You know, it's because you're going to have a small amount of clients, you're going to grow to a bigger amount of clients. And when you make that shift, it's not going to be so abrasive, mm. right? Um, so yeah, so now we got, you know, a simple branding going on. Right. First thing you do is you start locking down your uh, social media accounts, right? Okay. Yeah. So do you have any social media accounts? I don't. Okay. So the best thing about not having any to start with is that you can put them all as the same like handle. So if you go on Instagram, you could put uh, Columbia Landscaping. If it's not taken, mm. you go to Facebook, put in Columbia Landscaping. If it's not taken, if it is taken, you want to make it as close as you can. So add a period between Columbia Landscaping, that kind of stuff to try okay. to make it as similar as possible. Make it really easy to find, really easy to search for. Uh, but you want to go ahead and lock down those accounts, even if you're not ready to post yet, because you want to make sure that no one gets wind that you've started this company and they're going to go tag that handle from you before you can. Because then now you have to make some other adjustment versus mm-hmm. them having to make the adjustment around you. So Facebook, Instagram, those are two big ones. Twitter is hit and miss. Uh, LinkedIn is good for reaching B2B business. So if you want to go after, let's say, are you doing mostly residential or are you doing commercial? No, it's just, just residential. Okay. So LinkedIn's probably not as big a deal for you. Okay. Because LinkedIn is a lot of B2B, a lot of business-to-business communication stuff because you can reach out to other professionals in different industries. If you are, if you ever do move into commercial, though, it's a great place to find like the property manager for this HOA. 
or this mall or this uh, business community. That's a great point. And so you can try and reach out to them directly. And okay. so, uh, cause that is the long-term play. I mean, I, I understand that, you know, I got to start small and, and, but, but eventually I do want to move in and mm-hmm. into the uh, commercial. So that's a, that's a great point yeah. that you just made. So that's some free strategies. So we got create all the social accounts. That's the first thing we're going to do. That's okay. the first free thing that we get to do. Number two, uh, you need to let everyone know what you're doing, right? So what, so you've been doing this other job full time. Now you're going to full time landscaping, right? Yes, that's correct. So nobody knows you're doing that yet. So you need to let every one of your friends and family know that, Hey, I've started a lawn care business. I'd really appreciate if you guys could just let, you know, your friends, family know I'm doing it. If you can post it on your Facebook, uh, if you know someone who's looking for a landscaper here in town, I would love the opportunity to service them. Thanks for your, thanks for your time. Just send them a quick text, all your, all your friends and all your family. And that itself can give you a good shot in the arm. Mm. You know, you can be the greatest landscaper in town or even in the country, but if no one knows that you're doing it, especially the people closest to you, then it doesn't matter because no one knows how to find you. And so that's the first big tip for starting a new business is let everyone know, let everyone that you know, know that you've started a business and ask them to let people that they know to know that you started a business. Okay. Uh, so that's number two. So number three, you said you've been doing some landscaping on the side, right? Yes. How many accounts did you have? I have four. Four. Okay. So, uh, do you have their their email address? I just I just have their home address okay. and, their, and their phone numbers. So, uh, what I would do is uh, next time you go out to service them, you just you know you can either make a card like write out a card say hey I've started doing this full time uh, I'd love to get your email address so that I can keep you up to date with what's going on in the company and let you know about services that we offer mm. you know our hours of operation all that kind of stuff. You want to start collecting emails as much as you can, uh, especially people who are already your clients. And the reason for that is you can create a mailing list. So let's say you don't don't want to over over email people. Say you send two emails a month. So let's say the first one is just an update with um, like what you're going to do this month. So if you're just MoBlo Go, you're just going to let them know like here's how the schedule is working out. I'm going to be, I'm going to come I'm going to work on these days, these days, and these days. So let's say your mowing days are Monday through Thursday, and Friday is your administrative day where you you know send invoices and do the mail and go to the bank and all that kind of stuff. Um, so let's say your first one is just keep them up to date, and your second one needs to be like an upsell. So let's say you're in March. But hey, now's a great time to put in new flowers, refresh your pine straw. Now that we're out of the frost part of the, part of the year, it's a great time to look at, you know, getting quotes for sod, you know, all that kind of thing. Mm. So you give them the opportunity to inspect their property and say, oh, he can do that. Oh, well, I've always kind of wanted to do this. And so you're not forcing it upon them. You're just letting them know, here's what I can do for you. And that's a natural upsell. And so, you know, a, a small sod job can be well worth the price of, you know, five or six lawn care visits. That, that might also help with the communication side because in the past, whenever I had, um, you know, like a rain out day where I couldn't, couldn't get to them, I would just put them all in this group text message or I would just call them one at a time. But now I can send a message to them all separately and, and let them know. Because one time I had a guy and I sent him a message after he didn't pick up the phone saying, hey, I can't make it. 
and I never heard back from the guy. <laughs> so I, I might have typed in the number wrong, whatever. But he had a he had a completely different company out there next time I was there. So yep. so you gotta yeah that mailing list is gonna serves several purposes, but making sure that they're aware of the days that you ran out or you're on vacation, mm-hmm. letting know ahead of time you're going to be on vacation. So you can say, Hey, I'm not going to be able to come cut on this week of June. Cause I'm going to be at Disney world with my family. And that's another important part is you get to live your own life too, but you need to let your customers know, especially if it's just you or maybe you and one other guy, you need to let them know what's going on to you're just going to keep building trust that way. Mm-hmm. So they're always going to say, yeah, he always lets me know when he's out of town. You know, he always tells us when he rains out and he's going to get, when he's going to get back to it. You know, that trust will instill, um, well, it instills more trust. And so then they'll feel more free to let their friends and family know that you're a good guy to come cut their lawn for. Word of worth, our mouth to mouth referral is still a big part mm-hmm. of uh, organic marketing. Guys, if you haven't checked out Nice Job, they are today's show sponsor and a big supporter of me and my companies. If you guys don't know about Nice Job, Nice Job is a reputation marketing software designed to help you build your reputation and grow your business. With Nice Job's reputation marketing software, you'll get two to three times more reviews and be on your way to becoming the top rated business in your area. If you want to save $50 off your first month, go to our show notes. And I'm telling you guys, you want to give Nice Job a try. We have gained over 40 new reviews in the last year because of using nice job so again get nicejob.com and then now we gotta start getting really proactive okay so how's your social media look well uh well i don't have anything but in i mean well you mentioned that we have to lock down all of the um names that we're going to use so i i Right now, it's all empty. Okay. Um, so, have you started? Have you used your personal Facebook or Instagram or anything for posting about your business? Uh, just, just here and there. You okay. know. So the so now you need to get yeah really consistent in posting on your social media. So uh, go on your personal pages, your your personal Instagram, your personal Facebook. Okay. Say hey everybody, I started this page for my business. I would really love for you to go follow me to keep up to date what's going on, so I can so I can show everybody what's going on in my business. Um, that give you a a quick, you know, jump in the arm for getting some followers in those accounts. And then you just need to start posting those accounts once or twice a day for as long as you can keep it going. Cause the more content you have out there, the more potential you have of it being shared, the more potential of being liked and followed and everything else. And you're just getting it out to the community that this is what you're doing. And for lawn and landscape businesses, and this is true in most home service based industries, um, you want to do a lot of before and after kind of stuff. So when you get there to a lawn that needs to be cut, take a picture and then, you know, go cut everything, trim it up, make it look good, blow it off and then come back to that same spot and take a second picture so they can see the process and the, they can see the change that you can make for them. Cause again, that instills trust and it's just immediately satisfying to look at, right? Everybody loves a good before and after. Photo. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you want to do that on your Facebook. You want to do it on your Instagram. You want to do it any kind of social media, your hands on TikTok's another great place to do it. Um, but yeah, you want to make sure you're getting plenty of content out there. Take lots of photos, take lots of videos, be really personal, you know, put yourself on the camera, you know, do some stories in Facebook, do some stories on Instagram because people need to see your face. You need to smile a lot. You need to let people know like, Hey, I'm a friendly guy. I'm just trying to work hard and, you know, do well for myself. Would love to serve you. And that will, again, instill that trust that you're a trustworthy business and you're just starting to, you know, people love helping small businesses these days. 
And so you want to put yourself out there as a company that they can trust, right? Okay. Now, when when I start to do those things and post those before and afters on the on the Facebook and the Instagram, what happens? What's going to happen right after I post that? And and let's say I somebody looks at it who's local in town and they want to they want to hire me on for them. What 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 kind of what do I need to put in there to to get them in contact with it's, me? Yeah, it's great. There's on Facebook and Instagram, you can program an automated response message. If they send you a direct message, you can have an automated response say, "Hey, thanks for getting back to me. I'll get. I'm gonna um, please leave your phone number. I'm gonna call you back as soon as possible." Okay. And then you can start to you know turn you can start that, turn that around into clients. Get their email address. Put in your mailing list. Uh, if leave a comment, always respond. Okay. You know, even if it's just like a fire emoji, just thank them for leaving a comment. Um, that will help boost the post a little bit and it, may, it tells everybody that you're personal and you're there and you're listening. Yeah. Um, but any chance, yeah, any chance that somebody gives you to have a, have a conversation with them, especially if they're not a client, take the opportunity to start a conversation. Mm, that's a good point. All right. So the, now we've got social media starting to get going, right? Now we need to get uh, Google My Business set up. Google My Business is a, is a free um, thing to you. All you have to do is have uh, an address for your business. It can be your home. Uh, it can be, it can't be a PO box, but okay. as long as it's, you know, got a mailbox and it's a residence or it's a, or it's a business location, you can start a Google my business page. And what that will do is that will really help people find you online. So if I type in Columbia landscaping on Google and I have, a, there's a Google my business page set up for it. There's a good chance that they're going to find you. And then you can put your phone number on there an email, a way to contact you. They can call you directly from their phone, you know, through the web, through the Google My Business page. They can start leaving reviews. Oh, okay. That's good. another big thing. So as once you get that page rolling, it's super easy to set up. takes maybe half an hour at the very most. Um, all you got to do is let people know. Say like, hey, if, you, if you've really enjoyed my service, uh, please go on uh, my Google page and leave me a review. Um, if you want to get really proactive about it, then you can just get like a card with a QR code, you know, that they can scan and it sends them right to it. Um, that's the great way to start getting reviews. Cause once, once you start building those Google reviews, again, people are going to start to trust you. They're going to know that other people trust you. Um, and so if you have a great service and you offer people the opportunity to leave a review, a lot of times they will. And those reviews are just going to help you establish trust in the community. Okay. The other thing about, uh, starting a free Google uh, uh, Google My Business uh, account uh, is that you can get a free website out of it. Now, it's not great, okay? But it is something. Okay. So once you create your Google My Business page, you'll see a tab for um, a Google website like in your Google My Business page. And you can customize it a little bit. You can, you can create like a simple little web form way for them to call you, leave their email address, that kind of thing. Um, so that's a good, that's a good holding place, a good placeholder, but really over time, you really want to start looking into getting a website built. But as you build a budget for your marketing, as you get a few more dollars in from that initial, you know, uh, stab in the arm for a little bit more business, then you can look into, you know, starting to buy a website. Does that make sense? That makes sense. You have a current website? I don't. You don't have a current um, website. Okay. Like I said, I was just, um, Posting on my personal Facebook here mm-hmm. and there of just, you know, little updates um, and, and things like that. Nothing really substantial or consistent. Right. So, yeah, social media, if you haven't started a website, is a, is a decent placeholder, too. 
The good thing about using the free Google My Business website page is that it's attached to your Google My Business page. So when they click that website button, they have something to go to. So it just shows that you have something going on. Um, you want to take some time to make that look pretty. You know, it doesn't need to look extravagant, but you want to do what you can to make it as digestible and as uh, aesthetically pleasing as you can. Okay. Okay. And then that's most of the work. And then um, the big thing you need to do, and this kind of goes back to the mailing list thing, is you need to keep your clients in, in communication with you. And so you can do that through your, mail, through your uh, mailing list. But you want to make sure as you grow, as you have room for more customers, as you have uh, the ability to add more services. So let's say you start adding tree trimming into your you know, list of services. I got to tell stump my clients that yeah, I'm or stump doing grinding. That. Okay. You know, if you just buy a piece of equipment, that doesn't necessarily mean people are going to start calling you for it. So you really want to make sure that you keep them up to date with every new thing that you can do. Make sure that, you know, if you can do sod, tell them you can do sod. If you're doing mulch replacement and mulch beds, tell them that you can, you know, refresh the mulch in the mulch beds. Uh, if you can do fertilizing, get your fertilizing license, then go do that and let them know about it. Communicating to your clients what's going on is massive. Okay. It, it, it can really be the difference between a $100,000 first year and a $200,000 first year. Mm. If you do all the other things that we talked about, but you don't communicate with your clients, then it's still that nobody knows what you do, right? And so you want to make sure your clients know what you do. Mm. And I think actually now that now that you're talking about it, um, when you know when it comes to letting people know what I do, what if I do like um, if I record like a little short video, and I can put I can even put that on like Instagram and the mm -hmm. Facebook just to let people know like everything that I offer to them. Yep. And you want to post those videos as often as you can. Okay. Yeah. Video content is really engaging, especially when you have smiling faces in it. Even if it's just done from your phone, you don't need to go buy like a nice camera and all this stuff. You don't have to make it look super flashy, but yeah, video content gets out there a lot better than photos do these days. Okay. And so that's part of that communicating. You know, you're communicating through Facebook. You're communicating through Instagram. You're communicating through your mailing list. You're communicating face to face with your clients. You want to consistently, with a smiling face, let them know what you can do for them. Uh, if they have any concerns, that you're free and open to listen and you know get a fix for them. You want to, even if you do all the great marketing schemes in the world, if you don't have a great service to offer, it won't matter because at the end of the day, it's going to get back to everyone that you don't. You're not running a great business. So focus on running a great business first and then uh, market it really well. Do these, do the free things first, right? Okay. Yeah. And then after that, we start getting into things like, like websites. Website. Yeah. Getting a, a customer relationship management software like Jobber, you know, creating some mailers to put in the mail, mm. some door hangers to hang around neighborhoods you want to get into. And then you're starting to pay some real money, doing some Google ads. And then you're starting to really start investing in your marketing. And so there's companies that can help you pre marketing can do that. You know, they're they're digital advertisers and so they know how to get your name out and use and then, your social media and all that to get your name in front of new clients. And then at that point, probably as I'm doing as I get to the point where I'm investing into a website, I could probably that's probably the best time to update the logo like you were talking about yep. earlier. Get a get a real fresh brand going, get a nice logo, get some shirts and uniforms printed. And that's where you start getting into a little bit of money, but you're really mm -hmm. taking your business to the next level. And that's what that investment is really about. Okay. Well, I got another question. Let's say that Columbia Landscaping gets up to that point 
Um, cause I had a, I had, I need, I had a bigger job one day and I, I needed help for it. Um, but I, you know, I know a friend and, and we just did it on a Saturday. He had some free time and he came over and helped me. What, what would be a, a recommendation as far as finding new people to work for Columbia landscaping down the line? Absolutely. The network of people that you're building your client list are a network of people that you can let know that you need to hire somebody. Okay. So again, your Facebook, Instagram, your mailing list, that's a wide network of people that you've built trust with that want to help you succeed. And so we've gotten great hires through friends of friends, through Facebook, through you know email blasts saying, hey, we're hiring. If you know anybody qualified who wants to get you know started on the ground floor with a new company that's growing fast, we'd love the opportunity to talk to them. And so the wider you can cast that net, the more opportunities that people have to come find you. Okay. And so that's really it. Well, yeah, I feel a lot better. I feel, <laughs> I'm like, I got some guidance now on, on where I need to take this company. Very cool. So this, this helps a lot. Well, that was a fun exercise, guys. Uh, Logan, thanks for playing along. Thanks for being Fred. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys can see, like, you know, there's some really practical free things that you can do to get started marketing your business. You know, first one we talked about, Kind of as a bonus one, we said, you know, don't name the company after yourself because it, it becomes a tension point for uh, hiring culture later and all that kind of stuff. But also it, it devalues your company if you ever want to sell it. So if you're not gonna, if you're not planning to do landscaping for the next 30 years or plumbing or HVAC or electricity or whatever it is, uh, don't name it after yourself. Uh, give it something that you can pass on to someone else and your customers wouldn't know the difference. Um and then the real points here are, you know, create all your social accounts. That's number one. Number two, text and call everyone you know and let them know that you start a new business. Number three, create that mailing list. We send at least two emails a month uh, just letting our clients know what's going on, what we can do for them, uh, an opportunity that's come up they might want to take part in. That's huge. Uh, number four, starting uh, your posting on social media, you got to be super consistent in this. Yeah, we post we post two, sometimes three times a day, the different accounts just to keep the ball rolling. The more stuff you can put out there, the better. You can't oversaturate your accounts. If you're posting six, seven times a day, then you're going to start wearing people out. But one, two, three posts a day, you're going to start getting some traction there. It's going to take a long time to really get you know a big, big snowball down down the hill, but it's totally worth it. Um, number four. Five, you want to start that Google My Business account as soon as you get your LLC or your S Corp or whatever set up. As soon as you start business, you want people to be able to find you on Google because that's the number one place they're going to come looking for you. Uh, start a free Google website. That's another big one. Like, it's not great at all. I'm telling you, when you first open it, it looks bad. Um, but it's free. Uh, it's part of your Google My Business page. And it's a placeholder until you can get some marketing dollars budgeted to get a good website. If you want to try and tackle it yourself, Squarespace is an option. Uh, it's limited in its flexibility. Uh, there's a lot of things like your search engine optimization that you got to figure out, getting some great photos on there, getting a great aesthetic looking uh, website going. Like Those are all things you can pay for and they're things you can do yourself. So you got to figure that out in your own marketing dollars, but we highly recommend that you hire a professional to make sure that it's going to work for you. Your SEO is working for you and you can get in front of some more people. And then the last one on there is communicate your services to past clients. You're, do not forget the client that already trusts you. It's, it's really easy to get caught in the weeds of trying to get new clients, new clients, new clients, new clients. But the ones who already trust you are being the ones who are most likely to convert. So you 
you need to let them know the services you offer. If you're doing a landscape company, like we talked about, and they just think you do mobile go, that's all you do, but you can do sod, you can do uh, mulch refreshes, you can install pine straw, um, you can do landscapes, hardscapes. They need to know what you can do. And people who hire you often do not go back to your website because they've already hired you. They think they already got what you have to offer. You have to remind them. You have to let them know what you can offer. You have to constantly mm-hmm. keep them up to date. And that's not a fault of theirs. It's really a fault of ours. Like we have to be the communicators. It's our business. It's our responsibility to let people know what we do so that we can do their best to help them. So there you go, guys. And once you start getting all this stuff done, once you start getting some traction, get really creative, get out there, put in some door hangers, buy some mailers, um, really got to invest in a good website. It's, it is incredible what a good website can do for you. Um, get organized, get a customer relationship management software. That's a big part of marketing because it's going to collect all those emails for you. It's going to collect all those names, all those phone numbers. Uh, it's a big systems thing, but it is a huge mailing thing too. And so uh, at Trifecta Landscaping, uh, we take the mailing list from all of our clients and we put them in our MailChimp account so that it's constantly up to date so we don't miss clients and we can keep you know our new clients, old clients, all of them are up to date with what's going on at Trifecta Landscaping. So Logan, you got anything to add to that before we wrap up? No, other than I, you know, once again, as Fred, I really appreciate that, that <laughs> help. <laughs> Oh man, as you can tell, we have a great time here. Well guys, <laughs> uh, we would love to help you with any marketing questions you have. Please reach out to us at Down to Business uh, Instagram. Uh, you can leave uh, a direct message or a comment. We'd love to start a conversation with you. Uh, this is Logan and Chris signing out for the day. Alex will be back on Friday. You guys have a great rest of your week. Bye guys.